Hello, and welcome to this special Christmas episode of Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 8 of Toradora. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So the plot's thickening somewhat in that it seems to me everybody's going to be going to the beach now that it's summer. Yep, a 50-meter freestyle race is what the athletic club is going to be doing. So that's, um, that's swimming. Oh, dear. So it seems like there are a lot of things at stake here, depending on who wins the freestyle competition. The problem is, Taiga doesn't know how to swim yet. So for Taiga, it seems like she's going to have to learn how to swim pretty darn quickly if she doesn't want to be alone all summer. Fortunately for her, necessity is the mother of invention, so I'd imagine she'll come up with a pretty good way of learning really quickly. Although... Ironically enough, one would think that Taiga's um, slight anatomical figure might be an asset in swimming. Because I, I know enough to know, or rather, I know enough swimmers to know that they'll do things like shave their heads before a race or a swim meet or whatever so that there's less drag on the water. So one would think that having, um, shall we say, a, a, a smooth figure would be an asset in terms of having less drag on the water. And in that regard, Taiga holds the advantage. So interestingly, it seems like this whole competition between Ami and Taiga has become the focus of the classes all well, gossip for want of a better term 
Everybody seems to have a vested social interest in the outcome of this. So, she's not drowning yet, fortunately, but one has to wonder that if she's practicing swimming and she's got the pads in, one has to wonder if that's not introducing more opportunities for problems to arise. I guess her other social inhibitions aren't uh, particularly helpful either. You know, Kitamura really isn't helping the situation as much as you might think he is. So I guess the issue here is mostly that she really struggles to um, put her face in the water... What, what's it called when you're a swimmer? It's like alternate breathing? Like you you breathe in between strokes, basically? Like, I remember struggling with that when I was a little kid learning how to swim. But I was like, maybe six years old. You know, like, what, once you figure it out and like you get into a rhythm of moving your arms and breathing, like, it, it's not a hard thing to do. I feel like the issue here is that the teaching methods are not conducive to how Taiga learns. And, you know, like, that that is something a lot of people kind of overlook or don't give credit to, that sometimes the reason why people don't learn things is that they're not being taught in a way that's conducive to them. Because some people learn better by watching, some people learn better by listening, some people learn better by doing. And there are also some subject matters that are best taught in certain ways. Like, you know, you can teach math to some people by doing things. You know, a good way of doing that is by making things practical, by introducing money. But at the same time, I can't think of how you would teach like integral calculus with money you know i i don't think you could do that or if you could it would take a better mind than mine to think of how So it seems like, once again, Kitamura has intervened and made things more complicated. And Taiga's reactive personality has sort of, um, gotten herself a new commitment. So one has to wonder what precisely Ami's motivation is for this whole thing. Obviously, 
She's doing it in part just to stick it to Taiga, but I have to wonder if she also wants to spend time with Ryuji, too. Because he certainly helped her out in a couple situations. And in fact, she's kind of making that clear. You know, Ryuji was under the impression that she was just doing this to stick it to Taiga. But it seems that she does sincerely want to spend time with him. So I'm wondering if Ryuji's starting to, like, build a little harem here, albeit unwillingly and unbeknownst to him. You know, I think he's still sort of, like, not really believing her when she says she wants to sincerely invite him over. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Meanery. So, she seems to be putting on her detective cap here. And she has rightly deduced that Ryuji is sort of prepping up Taiga in this regard. You know, fortunately, she's seeing reason here in that Ryuji is acting in Taiga's best interest. Well, I guess that had the unintended consequences of earning him brownie points with Meanery. That is the goal, after all. Wow. You know, that... I know that's a good luck charm, but it really looks like he just hanged someone off his balcony. So, I mean, his superstition has seemed to work out. They've got good weather now. Ah. Uh, I mean, good for Taiga. She seems to be swimming somewhat properly, albeit in the kiddie pool with, uh... A bunch of little kids. So, you know, I was kind of right about the inner tube business. It's, um... It's a start. You know, you gotta have training wheels, I guess. Alright, so here's an interesting development. She is, in fact, a fast swimmer. I'm wondering if Ryuji's going to bring up the uh, the hydrodynamics of the situation here. It would not behoove him to bring that up. You know, I have to wonder if is not just fast enough with the inner tube here, and she could just swim like that. I mean, surely, if nothing else, it would wrong-foot Ami into thinking she's got the race in the bag. Taiga's really dedicated. You know, they're sitting out by the pool even though it's raining pretty heavily. Hmm. 
So the plot's really thickening here, because on the one hand, they want to practice swimming, but on the other hand, there are those tickets Kitamura gave them. Of course, it's really not good to swim in the rain, just because of the threat of thunder and lightning. You know, I don't think pools are a particularly likely target for a lightning strike, but if it happens, you know, you're in essentially immersed in a good electrical conductor. That's a good way to get fried. You know, people don't give quite as much credit to how dangerous lightning is as I really think you should, because even if it strikes something next to you, uh, you can still suffer from the voltage the lightning imparts in the ground. Because, like, if you're standing next to a tree and the lightning strikes the tree, the current from the lightning bolt will flow into the ground and create, essentially, a voltage differential. So if your feet are spread apart in such a way that they're at two different voltages, current will flow up one foot across your heart and down the other. And if it's a big enough voltage, you know, you can start suffering from ventricle fibrillation and potentially die. So it seems like we're touching on one of the core issues here. Taika hates it when people act like they understand her. In no small part because she truly doesn't understand herself either. That's interesting. Because I guess when you really get down to it, you can never truly understand another person. And I feel like most people don't even have the capacity to truly understand themselves either. Because as much as we like to think... It's not the case. Human beings are still animals, and as much as we would like to think of ourselves as higher beings, you know, better than animals and above them, we are to a degree, but we still have instincts that we act on, rational or not. And, you know, instinct is a powerful thing. You can resist it, you can try to deny it, but there's some things where... Like, that old reptilian part of the brain that's been with us since, like, reptiles and mammals branched off. Like, that part of the brain bypasses a lot of other stuff when stuff hits the fan. Like, if you've ever been, like, walking out in the wilderness and you see, like, a twig or a branch on the ground that looks like a snake but you just sort of, like, see it out of the corner of your eye and, like, you jump and your heart starts racing. Like, that's that part of your brain saying, like, ooh, there's a snake, I've got to either beat it to death or run. But then, like, you look and the rational part of your brain realizes, oh, it's just a branch, no big deal. But it's, like, it's that snap instinct part of your brain that gets you into trouble. Although, tying everything back into this, I do find it interesting that at least Taiga has sort of the presence of mind or the awareness to acknowledge that she doesn't even really know what she wants. Because it seems to me that that's a much bigger admission than 
I don't know how to swim. It's that I really don't understand anything on this big macro level. And that's what pisses me off. Because, you know, humans don't like not being in control of things. And admitting you don't really have control over yourself is a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. Because on the one hand, you know, people have free will. They can choose to do things. But at the same time, that free will is also sort of fenced in by the realm of what's possible and what needs to be done to maintain life. But the fact that Taiga admits that she's not totally aware of what she wants, much less how to achieve it, is um, it's something that I think takes a lot of courage, and frankly more courage than most people have. Man, so I'm wondering if Tag is just going to throw the race out of peak. Ah, oh, take that back. She just wanted to take her sweet time and make a dramatic entrance. You know what? I was right. She did bring all those flotation devices. <laughs> Man, you know, one inner tube would have done, I would have thought, but I guess she doesn't want to take chances in a deep pool. Oh, man, Tiger's playing dirty, too. Wow, that... Good for Tiger. She's not messing around at all. Man, she pulled a Nurusa Yatsura. She just yanked the bikini tap, chucked it away, and is now making a beeline for the other end of the pool. Man, she must have spent all that free time reading The Prince by Machiavelli or something. Ooh. Looks like she, uh twisted her ankle or something and just didn't properly push off. I wonder what exactly she did. So, that's a nice little uh, indication there, that little flip turn Ami did. Because that's something, like, actual trained swimmers do. Like, when you're swimming laps, you do, like, this little bit of a somersault and you kick off the wall... Like, that's something I struggled with, because I was really afraid of, like, whacking my head on the wall when I did that. But I did eventually master it. So, it seems like, for all the cheating, Taiga might not have this in the bag as much as she thought she did. Oh, Taiga... She threw the race to help Ryuji. Man, plot's getting really thick now. 
Oh, boy. Tag is letting him have it. And what's more, she's right, too. You know, at least the lifeguard should have been on top of things. So I guess the real question now is, does Ami have the good grace to let things go? You know, presumably she won, but... Alright. So it seems like Taiga's assuming she's not going to act in good grace and is just going to tag along to the beach house anyways. Taking the third option, I suppose. Well, I guess by trying to subvert everything, Taiga has opened it up for Ami to continue to not have good grace in the whole situation. Oh, dear. I'm wondering if Ami might have let things go if Taiga didn't instigate. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. Merry Christmas, Space Cowboy.